and entrepreneurs from God-fearing, freedom-loving, truth-telling, patriotic Americans. Welcome to Patriots of Grit. Now let's jump into today's episode with your host, Darren Ross. Larry Ballard is the author of Liberty Crusade. This book resulted from a near-death experience in 1968 when God provided Larry with a message to the people which would be revealed in the future when America and the world teetered on the brink of moral and economic collapse. Liberty Crusade empowers people by showing them who our enemy is, what the enemy's agenda is, and precisely how he has managed to divide mankind and enslave us. This knowledge empowers us to stand united and take back our freedom, usher in God's harvest of souls and a new economic system based on kingdom values. This is a God-ordained message of hope amidst chaos. This is Global Insights with Larry Ballard. Well, Randy, it's time right now for Americans to become empowered and to fight back like never before. What do you think? Oh, I, this what Larry's going to talk about today is the cabal and their unconventional warfare. So, I tell Larry, you're, Larry, Larry, for those of you who <clears throat> have never heard Larry Ballard before, go back and watch our previous episodes with him. But he is a prolific researcher. He is a true man of God and, and an amazing history buff. And I think the things he's talking about and he's putting together are actually... Uh, coming to, to coming to light more than most people think so larry thanks for being on with us again today my friend you're welcome let me see if i can give the audience an idea of what's going on this is this is going to be segment one of a very long segment six segments but it's going to take that long to empower the people right now there's a lot of people out there that think oh i know what's going on i know who the global elite are i know what they're doing to us i got news for you folks you you don't know you have to know the who, what, where, when, how, and why of what your enemy is doing at finite detail. It's taken me 50 years to compile the database that I have in order to be able to take the 50,000 foot view that allows me to see what's going on and to report it to people in a way that nobody else can. So what this segment of videos, of, of videos is gonna do is it's going to give you an idea of God's plan, of man's plan, of the economic system that they are controlling and how they're controlling the political system so that we can step back, see that long view, put all those piece, those puzzle pieces together and out of that, we're gonna be able to interject ourselves into the, the breaking news stories of the day and understand the real story behind them and project the outcome because we need to be able to anticipate the moves of our enemy before he even does them. I guarantee you that that's what he does with us. He has us pigeonholed and we need to break out. So I want to, I want to say something this, this more last night, Larry sent me his presentation, but this morning he had to update it because what didn't God tell you to, to add some stuff to it? He certainly did. <laughs> he said, this is probably going to be one of the most important videos that we'll do. He says, because the truth is just about ready to come out and the people need the truth to set them free and they need it at a very detailed level. So that's what we're going to commence today. This is the first, and then we'll go into the other sequences, which will segment this down and give you the detail level by level by level. Are you ready to so go, we can go to, to the, the next slide if you're ready, unless you've got other comments to make? Nope. Here we go. Okay. So I guarantee you the enemy has read this book. The Art of War is taught in every military college in the world. I guarantee you that they know that book just like a good Christian knows his Bible. This is what they do to us. So we have to know what he knows. He knows who we are. He has the ability to anticipate what we're going to do. He basically runs an end game. And if we don't know his game and our game, we've lost. A lot of people don't even know that we're in a war. I mean, it's amazing. We have to be able to have enough knowledge to anticipate what he's going to do so that we can direct him and we can entrap him just like he does to us. And we have to be able to have the ability to covertly dismantle what he's doing, because that's what he's doing to us. Think about what's happening to society right now. And we'll talk about this more in one of the other slides, but he's attacking us 
at every level of society. He's taking the family. He's taking he's taking media. He's taking the entertainment center. He's taking the education system. He's taking the political system. He's taking the economic system. We have to know how to do the same thing back to him. And the end end of what he's doing is trying to make us so afraid that we feel that there's absolutely no point in resisting. If he can get us to that point, he's won. And in one of the other presentations, I'll tell you just how far he's gotten, and we'll see that the truth will set us free and break us from all of the things that you see on that screen. We can move on if you're ready. Okay. I always like to start in the beginning. So where, where did all this begin? It began with the feudal kings of Europe. So the king, we, they didn't have a constitution. The people didn't have any rights. The king was the beginning and the end. And a lot of them thought they were gods. And then the nobles were the people under him that he charged with carrying out whatever it is he wanted carried out. And then they go to the knights, and those were the people that were his enforcement branch. And then you get to us, the peasants. And they had a name for us. It was kind of interesting. We were called chattel. Mm. What chattel means is personal property. We were the personal property of the king. And we were under enforcement from the nobles and the, and the knights. And if you oh, Larry, go, is, that, is that is that like cousins to sheeple? <laughs> I mean, you got chattel and you yeah. got sheeple. I mean, is that, are they like cousins? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I want to make Absolutely. sure because it makes sense. <laughs> hey, and that's not the first time we've heard that word used. I think what's his oh. name Nahari or what's his name? Harari. Harari may have used that, and then the king being over the uh, the de facto government of the United States in that whole process, they referred to us as chattel also. When we get into the segment on psychology, we're going to break that down and we're going to see how they have gotten us to the point that we we feel like we don't have any hope. It's just like in Star Wars, resistance is futile. That's what they want us to believe. So let's go on. I think there's a cherry of a quote coming up. Maybe one of you read that for me. I'll read it here. You, you just have to supply the nation's public square with enough raw sewage. You have to raise enough questions, spread enough dirt plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders and the mainstream media and political institutions in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game is won. And that was a quote by none other than Barry Satoro, or some might affectionately know him as Barack, Barack Hussein Obama. Obama. Yep. So that was a quote that it he was, so eloquently It was actually gave. a video that he did in what was supposed to be a private setting that got out. But basically, think about that. That is what they're doing to us every single day of our lives. They're filling the public square with garbage to the point that we feel hopeless and helpless. I mean, and this was the man who said hope. Hope was, was his, his key word when he was running. And to bring the people together, and he ended up being the most divisive president we've ever had, with the possible exception of the one we have now. So let's move on. That's what can, we're can facing. Can I interject here? Sure can. That last sentence says, once they lose trust in their leaders, in the mainstream media, in the political institutions, in each other, uh, in the possibility of truth, the game is won. Well, we have lost tru trust in our media. We've lost trust in our leaders and political institutions. So is the game over? Well, people are losing losing trust in each other, too, because yes. we've never been more divided than we are now. I mean, and that's their that's their game. That's the purpose of this whole strategy behind what they're doing is to is to divide and you know if, if we can. But that's where the truth sets us free. Once right. we see this and we understand how it's being executed against us in in very great depth, we're empowered. We can stand up. We can find out that we're all in this together. We can see the lies. And we can stand united. And I know I've said this before on your shows, but it goes back to what Gandhi did with, with India. Once the people's eyes in India were open and they saw that they could stand united and their caste system that separated could be broken, they stood and said, we're not going to participate in the economic system of our slavery. And they boycotted against the British Empire and the British Empire buckled and they got the freedom without fighting a war. We're going to do the same thing. We just need to know the truth so it can set us free. Okay, I'm taking you back. Real quickly, we're going to discuss this in detail in the other segments, but I think it's important you understand how all this 
got laid. I got the foundation got laid. It started with the colonial empire and the nation that had the, the biggest piece of the pie was Britain. And they are evil, evil, evil. They were, they basically controlled. You can see that little map under their flag. Look at the portions of the world that they controlled. It was called the nation upon which the sun never set. Well, they weren't the only ones because all of the kings of Europe were out, you know, taking over portions of the world, part of their king, their their kingdoms. And so all these. That second picture is basically showing that that all those monarchs were fighting over who was going to control what portion of the world. And as those monarchies fell, and they did, they morphed. They took their money and they morphed into the central banking system. And if you look up at that map there, you'll see this great big huge red blob. And that, friends, happens to be Russia. That's the only nation of any consequence in the world that is not part of the central banking system. And Stalin said of the central banking system that creating a central bank within a nation creates 90% of communism. So mm. the goal is to take us back where they started because feudalism, where, where you have no constitution, where you have no rights, where you cannot own personal property, where you're considered, considered personal property, that is just another word for communism. And then they wanted to take over the entire world. And if you're going to do that, you have to have a very substantial superstructure to do it. And so that's where the UN comes in. And where does the World Bank reside? Within the UN. So the control mechanism for that global network of central banks is in the UN. And in a minute, we're going to dissect the UN just a little bit to show you that it's full of global governance entities without which they could not enslave us. And one of my predictions is that once we fully understand what's going on, the Fed's going to be gone, and so is the UN. So let's move on and well, find I'm going to read this UN's quote. Doing. I'm going to read okay. this quote here for those people that are just listening on the podcast. If, if you're just listening, I highly recommend you go to a Rumble channel or, or Cloud Hub or Truth Social or Facebook or wherever. These slides Larry has put together are are very well done. They're very meticulous. They're very, you know, very detailed. So I would highly recommend you not only listen on the podcast, but go over and watch these shows too. But here's a fantastic quote here by Nathan Meyer Rothschild. Give me control of a nation's money and I care not who makes the laws. Give me control of a nation's money and I care not who makes the laws. And we're seeing that now everywhere. Yeah, so he, they control the money. They don't give a credit about any law. They do what they want. <laughs> we're going to see in a few minutes that that's their Achilles heel. The thing that is their greatest power is their greatest weakness. And why this slide is up here is that's a picture of the Rothschild family. Now, who is the Rothschild family back in our, our lineage? They are the, the heirs of the dynasty of Britain. These are the people who descended from the king of Britain. And within every one of those monarchies, there's a family that controls the central banking system. It just happens that because England was the largest colonial empire, I chose them to display here, but they are worth $500 trillion. So within them and the monarchies of the, of the rest of the surviving you know, monarchies of Europe, they control probably 95% of all the world's wealth. It's and Larry, I don't think most people can even grasp, me either, because I'm not I'm not so much a math guy, but I don't think most people can even grasp 500 trillion. I mean, you know, 5 billion, 10 billion, a couple hundred billion, people can kind of get their arms around that. But when you talk about 500 trillion, that's a whole different, uh, whole different game. Well, when you have a license to print money that you have snapped your fingers and created out of thin air, which is what they have with the central banking system, money that's not based on any tangible asset, they just print it, it's not impossible to have an inexhaustible amount of money. And that's what they have. And you're right, I can't imagine how much 500 trillion is. Let's just say it gives them an awful lot of control. When I was a little kid, my mom used to go, she loved to shop. She'd go downtown Kansas City and shop. And she would always talk, she would go shopping at Rothschild's. And I'm like, it was just another big department store. And, and, you know, as a little kid, I'm like, Rothschilds, that sounds really elite and really expensive. 
And now I'm uh, figuring out, I mean, that sounds pretty corrupt. So is your mom a traitor? Well, she might be, you know. I mean, uh, she, she could very well be. But, I, uh, you know, and they had a fancy restaurant and expensive clothes. And she'd go to Rothschild's, and I'm like, and now I'm seeing, uh, you know, what what that whole thing was all about. But I'm just glad they're they're uh, they're no longer in the in the Midwest. Was she a big spender? I wouldn't say she, she was. A, she was a thrifty shopper. She was a coupon. Well, coupon I was going to say the special so, forces. Be yeah, she would on only go when things were on sale or on clearance. But <laughs> I just thought that was ironic because I just remember now as a, as a kid Rothschilds it just sprung up in my mind. Okay, Larry, continue. Let's choose to believe she didn't know. We can go to the next slide. All right. I've got an entire program on this one graphic. So we're going to go through this fast. So basically they needed a, a think of it, an org chart like a company in order to control the various things that they needed to control. So within the UN, you've got the head up there, which is the BG, the Bilderberger Group. That's oh, wait, wait, I'm going to clarify. All... I'm going to clarify for those just listening, Larry. Sorry to interrupt you. But the chart we're looking mm -hmm. at and you're talking about is called the Organization Chart of the New World Order. The Organization Correct. Chart of the New World Order. Okay, go ahead. Correct. And so that BG you see stands for the Bilderbergers, which is basically just another way to call all of the families that were that there were the feudal kingdom of Europe, and within that you got the UN, and within that you've got all the central banks deposited within the WB there, which is the World Bank and the International Monetary System and USAID. So that controls all the money right there, and then the WHO is the World Health Organization, and think about what they've done to us in the last two years to control us through that monster, and they're now trying to get something passed that says. Oh, if we have another one of those oh-so-convenient pandemics, we want to be able to declare martial law on the entire world and take over every government in the world. Good How's luck. that for a control mechanism? Good luck. And then you've got the World Trade Organization. And then down at the bottom, I'm not going to go into that, those are all the organizations that represent the feet on the ground that execute the orders that are given by those entities in the upper part of the chart. Larry, give, some, give us the acronyms. To get into I, right I, I know that there's a lot of them across the bottom here. Uh, FR and TC, that's the first one. Okay. Just read them off. Tell them what the okay. initials stand for, even though if you don't okay. go into them in detail. Um, TC stands for Trilateral Commission. Mm -hmm. um, FR is for the um, – hold on. How can I forget? I'll come that's back. not the Federal you Reserve. Got media, you got the Fed. You got the corp. You got the corporations and the government. You got academia. You got the unions. You got the community organizing groups, and you've got the council. I, we're missing that first character. That's why. Oh, CFR Council of Foreign Relations. Council on Foreign Relations. Yeah, that's the. the I didn't see the CFR. Council on Foreign Relations and Tribal Commission. Just for your knowledge, are dedicated to ending all sovereign nations and creating a one world dictatorial system and everybody who's anybody we've covered this in an earlier video in washington dc belongs to one of those two entities which means that they've been bought and paid for and they are effectively enemies of the people of the united states we need to get our heads around that washington by and large is our enemy bought and paid for by our enemy so we can move on if you want, unless you got a comment. Nope, you're rolling. All right, this, this I'm going to make real fast. This is just to show you how important it was that they got that global entity that we now call the UN. They first made an attempt in uh, 1814, and it was foiled by the Tsar of Russia, who they swore, the Rothschilds swore, we will kill your family someday. And in the Bolshevik Revolution, they did exactly that. Then they tried again to get another world organization, and it failed. So, so basically, the third time. So that was after World War One, and in World War Two, there they are again on the heels of a crisis. You never want to take fail to take advantage of a crisis, and we get the UN this time. And that's the chart that you saw up above, and that is the global organization that utterly, completely, and absolutely controls us from cradle to grave and has enslaved us and whose chains we have to break. It's funny how they name their organizations in a positive light. We're United Nations when in well, fact yes. when in fact they're one entity trying to take over all the nations. I'm glad Randy said that because I've noticed Larry in the last three years how language is so eloquently used to put the spin and the fluff, you know, it's putting lipstick on a pig. I mean, if you really pay attention to language and wording and how they how they uh, 
name things and name these organizations, mm-hmm. these three-letter agencies. It all sounds well and good, like it's a benevolent uh, cause, but it's really just playing down, you know, satanic and evil for the most part. And most people are, are buying you, into it, hook, line, and sinker. I'll give you two notable examples since you brought it up. The UN peacekeepers. Mm-hmm. I, I say it's the UN peace takers. And the Patriot Act after 9-11 was called the Patriot Act in order to make anybody who refused to believe what was that they were told was a traitor. We were traitors. Mm-hmm. So basically they want to keep our mouth shut and they chose that name precisely to button our lips. Yep. So we can move on if you're if you're ready. All right. How about one of you guys read that for me? The bankers are our puppet masters. Their end game is to control all nations. The goal of the financial elite who control central banks around the world want nothing less than to create a world system of financial control in private hands, able to dominate the political system of each country and economy of the world, controlled by central banks, acting in concert by secret agreements. And that was by Carol Quigley, member of the Trilateral Commission, who was mentor to none other than Slick Willie, a.k.a. Bill Clinton. Yep. So that's, uh, that's a good quote there, Larry. And what does that really say in a, in a nutshell? The governments, none of them are in control. They're controlled by the central banking system and by the U.N. and all their global government entities. It's all done in secret, and we are their slaves. We can move on. There's another one coming up in a short while that's pretty powerful, too. I think a lot of Larry's slides we can uh, – we should ask Larry. Larry, do we or our viewers have permission to just, like, swipe and steal your slides and just share them all over social media? Well, let me ask you a question. Are you a patriot? I am. Well, I'm a patriot with grit. I mean, I think Randy is, too, and I think our viewers are patriots with grit. So, (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm only teasing you. Of course you're a patriot. Of course you have permission. All right. Without the slightest shadow of a doubt. We're going to take, Larry, a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. We're going to be right back and pick up where we left off. Okay. Our government is printing money at an unprecedented rate. Inflation and financial fear are at an all-time high and the fiat dollar and economy are going to crash. Whether you're a collector or investor and want to diversify and protect yourself against hard times or just have real money in your hand, then buy your precious metals from Miles Franklin, who has access to the largest inventory in the United States. You have no minimum or maximum order size. You get to work with brokers who have 30 years experience. You get a company that brings an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating and they're licensed and bonded. Plus, you get free educational resources. Miles Franklin, your source for precious metal investments, 30 years of dependability. Be sure to use referral code GRIT when order. Okay, Larry, let's jump into this. The enemy's end game is to what? To utterly, completely, and absolutely control us, but more than that, the enemy's end game is to reduce the global population to a half a billion people because they believe that we useless eaters, we shallow chattel, ch- are consuming their natural resources faster than the planet can sustain them. So we got to go so that they can live in luxury and we can just be conveniently out of the way. I want to go back to your to your advertiser. I want to say something that I think uh, your people need to hear. As we're moving through this collapse, because we did a segment on the banking collapse, and it's imminent, the dominoes are falling, we're going to see with silver, not so much gold, but that, that the volume of silver that's out there is at a level where the whales can control it. And what is going to probably happen once people start to move to safe havens is the silver is going to be scooped up very fast. So if there are people out there that are in the bubble thinking about buying gold or silver, you'll be able to get gold, but you might want to buy some silver. So anyway, let's go back to our topic. And the best place to buy that silver is from milesfranklin.com with the code of GRIT, G-R-I-T. There we go, Larry. Keep going. Okay. Did we read that quote? I forgot when we cut off. Did we read this quote? I will read it here real quick. We shall have world government whether or not you like it. 
The only question is whether world government will be by conquest or consent. That's by James P. Warburg, who was representing the Rothschild banking system while speaking before the United States Senate all the way back in February of 1950. Uh, he can go kick rocks because we're not letting it happen. I imagine he's probably kicking up, uh, you know, kicking, uh, you know, <laughs> he's pushing raising, up worms, pushing up daisies right now. If that was done in 1950, but if not, he should be. So go ahead, Larry. Let's let's dissect that. That takes us right back to to Sung Su. Basically, Sung Su says the greatest accomplishment in a war is to win the war without firing a single shot by actually engaging in in battle. So what they're saying there is we're taking you apart step by step, piece by piece, dissecting your entire society. And that's the goal we have. However, should you wake up and should you stand up, we are willing to do whatever it takes to win. If we have to have World War III, we'll have it. If we have to kill seven and a half million people, we'll do it. It's important that we understand the degree to which our enemy is willing to go to get what he wants. There is nothing he will not do. And so this slide depicts that. Basically, the whole idea is forced depopulation so that they can have access to the basis of wealth, which we're going to get into in a slide in just a minute. Okay, for those who don't know what Agenda 21 is, this is what we're talking about. Basically, Agenda 21 is the implementation of global communism. It is the implementation of a system that takes away all of our freedom, our personal property rights, our constitution, and most heinously, it is the mechanism whereby they will inflict us with another pandemic, with war, with starvation, with whatever they have to inflict us with in order to achieve their goal to reduce population to what they consider to be an acceptable level where resources as they define it are sustainable, which is seven and a half billion people have to die. So that's, it's it. a, that's the bottom line. It's Agenda 21, but they didn't get it accomplished. If Hillary would nope. have got in, they would have uh, expedited it. Now we're looking at what agenda twenty thirty twenty thirty. And basically, this is sum- isn't this a summary, Larry? Of basically, you'll have nothing and be happy. I mean, that's kind of what your slide is saying. Bluntly, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I think. I but think. The, the correct, but I would add, I, I I would the, add that you'll be you'll have nothing and be very unhappy if you're alive. I, I will yeah. correct myself. I believe the correct quote was, "You will own nothing and be happy." I believe that's exactly that's what the it, word yeah. verbiage was. So. I wouldn't want to misquote Harari or uh, or, or uh, Klaus Schwab. The great prophet. I would, I'd like to give him credit when kudos where kudos is due. Here's where we bring all that together. Remember, God owns the cattle on a thousand hillsides. He owns everything. So the basis of all wealth is in the natural resources of the world, which come from God. So basically, every nation that's ever risen to superpower status control the natural resources of the world. So we go back to England, they had all those colonies, they took the natural resources from those colonies, they produced finished goods and sweatshops, they traded it at prices that non-colonizing nations could compete with, they sold that and turned it into money, and money is their principal control mechanism, but as we're gonna see, it's also their principal Achilles heel. We are going to use their greatest strength to collapse them. We can so go on or ask a question or whatever. So this one, this one we've actually kind of covered. You can read it if you want, but basically they want to exterminate us eaters. We're eaters. That's all we are. They think I, if I stepped on a cockroach, I wouldn't think a thing about it. If they stepped on us, it'd just be like in their mind, stepping on a cockroach. We're just shadow. We're just in their way. That's well, what that quote saying. The quote basically says, natural resources. They are the basis of all wealth and power. The elite believe we are consuming too many of their resources, so their end game is to exterminate us as useless eaters in order to birth their utopian new world order dictatorship. I don't think that's conspiracy theory, Larry. I think that's truth. What's your thoughts? I think it's absolutely true. Look at the bottom, and let's, let's dissect the bottom line. The elite's favorite methods of extermination, drugs, So let me tell you where the drugs come from. History is a great teacher. There were two wars fought over drugs. The global global elite in, in the form of England chose to pacify China by by inflicting it with a with a tsunami of drugs. 
And finally, the Chinese people stood up and said, we're going to fight a war because we're losing our entire nation over these drugs. So what are they doing to us? You think the fentanyl coming across that border is an accident? You think wars that kill 15, 20 million people are accidents? That's another mechanism to control the population. You think the people starving to death in Africa and third world countries is an accident? You think that 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 the pandemic that was released on us was an accident? Like I said, they are willing to do anything, no matter what it is, in order to gain control. We are nothing more than cockroaches to them. And, 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 and we look at the drugs, and it's not necessarily the cartel. It's the CCP supplying the cartel, the cartel's manufacturing and bringing those into the country. And, and firmly, our government is absolutely complicit in doing that. I firmly believe our government's behind it also. Larry, tell us real quick, what two, for clarification, what two wars are you referring to when you say two wars were fought over drugs? They were the, they were called the opium wars. And they were basically when China stood up and said, you're destroying our nation. Everybody is, is, is a drug addict. And it got so desperate that they fought two wars and they did something else, something that we just couldn't even fathom doing here in the United States. They raided all the opium dens. They collected the people. They took them out of the country and they killed them. And so when Jay Ping was asked recently, well, do you have a drug, a drug problem in your country? He just laughed. Of course we don't. <laughs> if you get caught doing drugs, you're done. You're toast. And in here, what we do is we are turning the laws into to gingerbread men. You know, you can you can sell fentanyl and do whatever you want to do, and all you get is a slap on the wrist. Again, it is designed to control us, to pacify us. Think think about it. All those things scare us to death, put us in fear, pacify us. And at the same time, they they achieve the goal of reducing our population. Period. That's those are the principal tools of their overt part of the war, the part that looks more like a conventional war. Should we go on? Okay. This, folks, is a very powerful slide. I'm only going to touch on it briefly here because we're going to dissect it in total detail as we go through the other segments of this series. But think about this. That picture epitomized the 1950s family. And what do they stand for? For family. They stand for patriotism. They stand for Christianity, for morality. And then you've got the next slide, which doesn't just have the cross of the of Christianity, but all, all of, can you go back? Oop, I'm sorry. Yep. All of the religions. So what do they do with that? They pit us against one another. Oh, you know, Islam is bad, Hindus are bad, whatever, whatever, Christians are bad. And then they go to the schools and they give us something called Project Head Start. And they give us government-funded schools. Well, all that is, is the opportunity for them to get a hold of our children at a very young age. And Stalin said, if you give me a child for the first four years of his life, the seed that I plant will never, ever, ever be destroyed so they use the schools and they brainwash our children look at what's happening in the college how many of those kids are conservatives how many are christians Very no they're few. flaming liberals and they were brainwashed to be that and then you got the media and we can start in 1915 when they bought the first the large 25 largest newspapers and now we digress down to where there used to be 88 news outlets and now there are six but oh wait a minute there aren't really six because all of those news outlets funnel through the AP and through Reuters. And guess what? Reuters owns, is owned by the Rothschilds. So effectively, the enemy that we defined in the beginning controls every aspect of the media and every aspect of the entertainment field. And then they take their massive amounts of money and buy our politicians. But that little chart that says economics, <laughs> the economy, is their Achilles heel. It's their strength but it's their weakness. And we did a segment on the collapse of the banking system. And as we go further into this segment, you're going to understand why that, their very strongest tool against us, is what's going to take them down. And they're going to, it's going to be as if they never existed because all of their power is going to be snatched away from them in one fell swoop. Okay, we're almost done. This is just telling you 
please come back. If you want to be empowered, if you want to be able to stand up and fight to take this nation back, if you want to stand and fight for your family, if you want to stand and be able to tell your children in a convincing fashion, you don't want to go to a war because those wars are, are basically nothing but a way to, to control you. They're all based upon false flags events, and I've got another long series on every war we've ever fought. But the mechanisms that they use that we're going to go into, the first is psychology. And let's go, we'll go through these other slides real quick. And so, all right, the next is they control us through the banking system. Now, do you guys have any comments you want to make on these? Because we're almost done. So what else would you like to chime in with? Larry, I want to go back to the one dark psychology secrets, the slide you have here by David Cooper. It okay. says how to, how to manipulate people through persuasion, deception, brainwashing, NLP, or neuro-linguistic programming, and mm -hmm. mind control. Talk to us a little mm -hmm. bit about how our society has been manipulated by all those in the last 37 months. All right. There's a slide further in one of these segments, and I'm just going to use it as an example and it's from Disney. And there's Mickey and Minnie, and they're holding what looks like a microphone. Mm. Well, it's a penis. And then there's a Cinderella, who's a drag queen. And then there's the Lion King, and the Lion is sleeping on the thing, and up in the stars it says sex. And on and on it goes. So they're starting at the very, very foundation brainwashing our children. Do you have and those then, pictures and those graphics, Larry, for future episodes? Do you have those actual slides? They're, they're embedded in this in this sequence of slides that we're going to be doing. Because I, I have seen those. And now, I, now, just for, um, I don't like to say playing devil's advocate, but if I'm playing devil's advocate, what do you say for those people out there that are, uh, you know, kind of the, the loony lefties that says, well, that was Photoshopped. That that slide's been photoshopped to say sex or to see Mickey and Minnie holding a, a, a tool or, you know, all that. I mean, you're going to have people out there that say that was just made up for the no, for the crazy no, conservatives. No, no, how do you no, how do you counteract no, that, Larry? No, no, no. All you got to do, go watch the movie. OK, those are those are out of movies. Go watch Lion King. Go watch Disney's portfolio over the more recent movies over, say, the last five years and open your eyes. It's all right there, but it's subliminal conditioning. Those things are on the screen so fast that we don't even hardly recognize them. So that's why I give you the stills because the stills, they're frozen. And, for example, we talked about the banking system recently. We did a whole series on that. My son sent me something today that just blew my mind. It was, it was maybe it fits here. Maybe it partly answers your question. But have you ever watched the, the program on TV, um, The Mask Singer? I, I don't think I've seen The Mask Singer because I kind of removed myself from TV a while back. So I right. can't recall. I've never the really Mask watched Singer. it myself either. Is it but a basically, comedy? it's a singer no. in a costume and, you're, and they try to figure out who it is. Oh, here's yeah, what yeah, happened. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Here's what happened. The global elite are forced to tell us what they're going to do before they do it. Don't ask me why, but that's That's something. their satanic so, approach. Yes. So within that, my son sent me a screenshot, and there was a table, and it had an old-fashioned TV screen sitting on it, right? And like that, it's gone. It's only in there, in there for just a second. Somebody froze the screen and went back in, and we're talking about the monetary system being their Achilles heel. And we've talked in the past about XRP being the mechanism that's going to allow the slow decline of the SWIFT system. And when the finances collapse, which they're about to do, XRP is going to step to the forefront and be used to transfer, you know, uh, contracts and money across, across the world, across the planet. So the guy who slowed this down it shows eight forthcoming price points for XRP. And one of them is $99,000. I can put that in our next slide if you'd wow. like me to. When we do our next segment, if you'd like to see that. Well, I got a comment on this too. <clears throat> so this might be the root of everybody's awareness. So people first have to realize that what we see is not real. And for them to see that, they've got to accept the fact that we've been subliminally mind controlled. 
if you take mm-hmm. a baby at birth and you mm-hmm. do everything that a dog does to that child, it will grow up a dog. So we've yep. been molded to what these people want us to believe. And that's where we yep. got to start is start believing that nothing we have experienced has been real. Well, I had a conversation today with a gal on the phone. She's in healthcare and she called me and we talked for quite a while and she said, you know, nothing we, nothing we see is real. She mm-hmm. said, it's all, it's all just made up. It's fake. And it's like Randy said, we've just been conditioned to, to, to believe whatever we're told. And, you know, I'm, I'm so, I always say, Larry, thank, I'm so thankful for COVID because had COVID not occurred, how many tens or I don't want to say hundreds of millions. I think most of them were, were sheeple, but I think tens of millions of people have actually woken up and yep. were awakened by COVID. So I know I was up until then I was sleeping like a baby, but uh, the day they announced the masking, I, uh, I came out of my, uh, 50 some year slumber and woke up and said, eh, something's wrong here. Not going to play it. Not going to do it. Not going to comply. And, uh, we've been on that train ever since. Well, that psychology slide is a whole segment in itself. We're going to dissect just what you're talking, just what you're talking about. How have they done it? How have they brainwashed us? And here's a little statistic that you might want to go, might want to know. I don't remember where I got it, but, but it's timely based on what you said in most revolutions that have occurred in the past. 2% 2% of the population is all that needs to wake up. If 2% of the population wakes up and stands up and becomes leaders, the rest of the nation will join them. We're at a point where COVID has given, I think, far more than 2%. I think we're at I a point so where we're ready to stand up and ready to take this nation back and every nation of the world is ready to do that as well. And that's why, for example, that in one of the presentations we've done, we're seeing that BRICS, Brixit has now stepped in and something is happening with Brixit recently. It's now gone from five nations to over a hundred nations. Mm-hmm. And the intel that I'm getting says that they're just waiting because the global elite every, do everything you know, just like that. And they're gonna all stand up and say, we're off the US dollar at one time. Yep. That's gonna cause a catastrophic collapse of the financial system, so catastrophic that the global elite will be wiped out. Their strength will become their weakness. And at the same time, all the money is leaving China. We've talked about this. China's going to fall. So China's going to fall. America's going to fall. And then they've been preparing for this for a long, long time. Russia has gold. China has gold. We have gold. We're going to go off of the fiat system onto a system that that is based on tangible goods, on gold and silver, on natural resources, and we are going to utterly collapse the, the elite. So that takes us kind of into this slide, the economic collapse, and we're going to talk about that in detail in another segment as well. These are all just precursors to say, hey, guys, there's a whole segment on each one of these topics. And here we go. And political control. So we're going to go in and, and and disclose just exactly how the elite control us. And we talked about one aspect of it, and I'll just leave this as a little teaser for you as we get ready to close. That was that quote that said that this the, the Council on Foreign Relations chief objective that was right out of their handbook is to end all sovereign nations and put in place a one world dictatorial government. So we're gonna break that down so that people can understand what that means and how they're doing it. Randy, I saw you look like you have a comment to make. No, it's moving my microphone. Well, and, and I'm gonna just, <laughs> for clarification here for just the people that are listening, uh, Larry has a picture of a, a, a of a Democrat donkey and a, and a Republican elephant, and they're looking like they're just fighting one another and they're just really mean and, you know, being on, on, the, on the offense against each other and, uh, you know, they're all one and the same, in my opinion. They're a donk. I mean, they're all crooks. They're all crooked. They're all criminals. I don't care which side of the fence you're on, Republican, Democrat. I have far more respect for old school Democrats than I do rhino Republicans. And we know that the Republican Party is filled with these absolute losers and these clowns. So uh, you're right. It's one uniparty now. And I, I think most Americans are still con, swindled, tricked, coerced, and persuaded into believing that there are two separate parties which there are not in my opinion and and the the top line up there says puppeted uniparty political theater 
I want to tell you another little piece that I sent you that maybe we, we insert the next time we do a live show. Mm -hmm. This gives you an idea. You were asking about how we're psychologically controlled. This is a picture. Well, this is actually film footage of Biden making a, a, a crazy speech. And to let you know that it's it's not real, there's a pistachio that dashes across the screen all the time. And what the, what that is, is there's a military person standing there saying, folks, you're not watching Joe Biden. You're watching CGI. You're watching computer-generated footage. And we can't tell who's alive, who's dead, who's been put away. We have lost the ability to understand what reality is, just what you were saying. It's wow. unbelievable what they've done to us and the tools that they have. And you were talking about sheeple. Well, we're going to go into that in detail. And they've been controlling us with mind control. But now what does Swab say? It's going under the skin. They're going to control us with DNA. I mean, the control mechanisms are unbelievable. The people have to know in finite detail all the things they have done and are doing. And that's what these segments are going to tell them. Well, Schwab says, Schwab says, he's like, it doesn't change what you do. It changes you. It changes yes. genetic editing. You take the genetic editing and it changes you. So people don't know that people don't even know in our circle, people don't even know who Schwab is. They don't know who the World Economic Forum is. They don't know who you all know Harari is. They don't know any of this stuff. But I'm getting back the CGI, computer-generated imagery or whatever it stands for. There's so many acronyms. Mm -hmm. I can't keep track with all the acronyms. We had a guy on our show a couple months ago. Lives in Virginia. He, he does reporting. He's a citizen reporter all around D.C. all the time. In fact, he travels the country doing citizen reporting, citizen journalism. For the record, it's Richard Citizen Journalist. Richard Citizen Journalist. And he was on one of the buildings in D.C. when Biden was doing this big presentation, supposedly in the Rose Garden. And <laughs> on TV and on Fox and on CNN, it showed, you know, you were sitting in front of your TV and there's, there's you know, selected Joe Biden doing this presentation. And here is this, this guy, Richard Citizen Journalist, who has a camera on the Rose Garden at the exact same time, you know, and, and live streaming this at the same time that Fox, CNN, MSNBC are all, you know, broadcasting on the news. And he is commentating, he's like, look, what you're seeing here on these news channels, there is nothing going on in the Rose Garden. There is nobody in the Rose Garden. What you're seeing right here is all set up. It's fake. It's pre-recorded, And you all have no idea what you're doing because... There's nothing going on right here. Mm -mm. The Rose Garden is absolutely empty on this date, this time. And up until then, I never knew anything about this. I just thought whatever's on the news, that's happening, man. That's either happening now or it happened a few hours ago. But it's also fake that uh, my concern is, are people ever going to, uh, you know, wake up and, and believe what they've been told is all uh, all fake? They're going to get shown. At some point, Folks, they're going to reveal this to us. If you want to know what Darren just said, get on your computer and go back. I think all the old clips are there. Look at America's Got Talent this past season. And one of the one of the talents on there was two guys who are AI experts. And what they did is they took Elvis Presley and they took Simon Cow and, and all the all the judges and they had them sing. And all they did is Pull the camera out on the stage so that you could see it, that it was done live right then. And all they had to have was somebody who had the general body stature of the person. So they had to have somebody the general height of Simon Cowell, somebody the general height of Elvis Presley. And you saw Elvis Presley perform a concert for you, even though he's dead. I mean, go there. You'll be able to find what you want. Wow. And re reference to this slide, maybe when we finish this sequence, I've got a three-part series on guess what? on the uniparty, dissecting what the uniparty is and how basically both parties are just posturing and going along with the CGI story. So much of what we see is not real. And so there's a whole three-part series that breaks that down for you. Larry, I'm going to ask if you would do you us and our viewers, if you would give us a bonus session. We give us a bonus session? at some point yeah what what is it <laughs> are, are you up for are you up for a challenge sure. i have no idea what he's going to do man i want you to i want you to research and over deliver 
here's the highlighter. When I get serious, I use the highlighter. I want you to research <laughs> and over deliver on a topic that's a hot topic right now in our in our world in our country, and it's AI and Chat GPT. I don't know what Chat GPT well, is. You, I want you to research it because if anybody were to research it and deliver on it, you are the man to do that. But I want okay. you to do a bonus session on AI and Chat GPT. Gary Paul Thomas GPT. We'll get you that. Your anyway. son's wanna, a, your son's a techie. Get with him. Text, I mean, text text me that so I don't forget. But while we're right here on the topic, I'll share something with you that goes into that 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 relates. Okay. I'm getting ready to do another book, all right? And all these slide presentations and all these videos that we're doing are all tacked to chapters in the book so I can pump it out real fast, right? Well, guess what? I have a new tool at my disposal, a tool that can be used in all kinds of different ways. There's a website that I can go to that I can say, I'm going to write a chapter on this, and these are the topics that are in it. And oh, by the way, Mr. AI computer, I want you to help me write my book. I want you to tell me what I need to know. I want you to tell me. So basically, I got a freaking computer at my disposal to help me write a book that has all of the information on the internet at its fingertips within a nanosecond. Larry, I hate, I I hate just, to I hate to break spoiler it. Spoiler alert, Larry. Randy's going to break something on you. It's going to make you sad and cry. That okay, is ch that is Chat GTP GPT GPT. Get your acronyms oh, right, man. I'm not dumb. Okay. <laughs> That's it, brother. Right there. In fact, I got an email. I got two emails today from a good friend of mine, a good conservative retired chiropractor in California, who has. Uh, he's a genius. The guy's a genius. Big conservative, and he has been researching it and kind of playing around with it. And he does a lot of uh, media. He does a lot of articles. Does a lot of writing creates a lot of courses for people, uh, continuing ed courses in uh, the medical and chiropractic world. He says it's absolutely, it's phenomenal on one side and it's absolutely scary as heck mm -hmm. on the other side. He said, basically you can say, I wanna do, a, like you said, a book or a, a chapter or whatever on this topic. I want it to have the, the flair or the uh, kind of the feel of say Zig Ziglar somebody like that, mm -hmm. and I need it to be a little bit funny. And literally within seconds, like less than a minute, he can have several paragraphs created like that. And he said it's unbelievable how accurate it is. And, you know, he does have to go in and, you know, make a few modifications and changes, but it is creepy, it's eerie, it's scary. And there's there's already talk now about how, higher education is going to have to counteract this so kids don't cheat and don't you know have all their assignments done through chat so there's companies that are springing up now service-based companies that you know universities and colleges and schools can hire to make sure that the students don't go in and and uh you know just do all their homework via you know ai or chat gpt well and, and the thing is it can write code you can tell it to write code to create this end functional product on a computer, and it does it in two seconds. And, and the thing is, Larry, I had to do a business plan for him, and it, it, the whole business plan was kicked out in minutes. The thing is, the thing is, people think it's so awesome and so cool. I personally think it's creepy. Anything that 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 Bill Gates or Elon Musk get involved with, I think is creepy. I mean, and other people hold them in the highest regard. They praise these people. Not Bill Gates, I th I, for sure. I think they're both creepy. I mean, I know, yeah, Elon Musk took Twitter over. and He's playing, you know, he's supposedly a conservative and Republican. And I don't trust the guy. I think he has other nefarious underlying agendas that uh, I don't think he should be trusted. That's my opinion. So I'll go out I and buy your Tesla, something. people. I, I, don't, I don't know. Sometimes, some of the things he does are good, but a lot of the projects that are, he is in – is right in this arena and so think about what you've been talking about basically that that artificial intelligence let's look at the impact and then we'll go ahead and finish up our presentation every intellectual job that you can think of can be replaced they can replace your your pharmaceutical research people they can replace your your 
your lawyers who are doing research on the, on the law cases, there is, it, it can wipe out everything that a person goes to college to do. Your accountants can be wiped out. And then if you bring AI and 3D printing into it, I mean, we're going to be what? Useless eaters. Mm-hmm. That's what this is about is to make us useless eaters. So I, I kind of dove into it now that I knew what you wanted. I know a little bit, and I can find out a little bit more. But this is the end game. This this segment shows us, oh, folks, I want you to see how wonderful your life is going to be once they've taken us over. It's called total slavery. It's not called utopia. It's called dystopia. It's called you're living a living hell. And we're going to break that down in detail as well. And I think this is where we go. This what a is great where slide. God's kingdom on earth. What a great slide. Yeah. And basically the Bible tells us that. The Bible says the kingdoms of man will fall. And we talked about it briefly a minute ago. Communism is going to fall. All the money is being sucked out of China. They have 86% of their GDP under threat. 33% was because of the housing collapse with Evergrande, and the remaining 53% is at jeopardy because major corporations like like, uh, Apple are pulling away, and so they're losing control of the supply chain. I'm not saying they're going to lose 86% of their GDP, but enough to collapse them, and so that's happening, and then what's going to happen with BRICS is going to collapse the dollar. That means capitalism falls, communism falls, we get control of the money, God's kingdom is implemented. And then there's a whole segment on this slide that tells us what utopia looks like rather than dystopia and how it can and will be a reality. God knows the end before the beginning. These double-deleted whatever is lost before they ever started. They just don't know it. And God has shown me how he's going to do this. Because I died in 68, as you know, and I've been committed to this. and I've been faithful. And so God wakes me up. I don't know how often, but whenever he needs to. And he says, here's where we're going. Here's what you need to know. Here's what you need to study. And every time he puts it right on the mark, he gives me what I need exactly the right time. This is our future, not dystopia, but utopia. You know, and every time you come on and talk about this stuff, I know we're going to go through some very hard times, but I don't worry Absolutely. about it. I don't worry about it. You are telling us that we do have hope. Well, I think we well, do have hope. Me... It's just, you know, we've been so beat down no, for so I mean... many decades. And in the last three years, we've been, you know, awakened so much. There's hope, but sometimes I think people wonder when the hope's going to show up. Yeah, I mean, the hope is in is in God, so... Well, let me give you a little teaser on that. We're done. First, I want to plug my own book. Yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm retired, folks. I'm debt-free. I didn't do this to make a lot of money. I did this because God assigned me to do it. And if you want to be part of this army, you've got to be informed. So I ask you to buy this book, and when you finish it, pass it on to somebody else and ask them to pass it on and pass it on. That way we get a multiplicative effect where, you know, every book that's bought gets, you know, gets to two or three or four or five people and then talk about it with people, wake them up. But anyway, basically, I think I'll I'll kind of try to chime into what you were saying a second ago. This collapse is going to take us into God's kingdom and it's going to be absolutely amazing. And there's a piece, this is a tickler, there's a piece in the economic system of America back from the Civil War where this God never does anything. He also tells his prophets, I'm not a prophet, but I hear words of knowledge from God on a regular basis. And then I do the homework. I do the history. I do whatever I need to do. And God has shown me, right like the Bible says, the kingdoms of man will fall. And what we're going to do is he never does anything without giving us a foreshadow. So when I start to talk about the new economic system that's coming, it's not Larry Ballard making it up. It's Larry Ballard doing research that God sent him on the trail to to find out that the perfect system to to usher in God's kingdom already exists on this planet today. And I'm going to tell you what it is and break it down for you. So if that doesn't give you hope, nothing will. It's tangible, it's real, and it's coming, and they lose and we win. Period. End of statement. 
Well, Larry, thanks for uh, you. You always over deliver, but uh, today I think you really over delivered. And uh, again, a plug for Larry's book. I have it by my nightstand. Uh, it's called Liberty Crusade. LibertyCrusade.com, I believe, it was, or LarryBallard.com. Yes, LarryBallard.com. Liberty that's not, Crusade. That's not the one you're propping your lamp up. Fight with, to is save it? the free world. No, it's not actually. <laughs> it's. Uh, I can't tell you how many books I have by my nightstand, Larry. Uh, you know, I haven't quite finished reading it, but I'm a good way into it, and it's fantastic. It's a fantastic read. But again, Liberty Crusade, Fight to Save the Free World by Larry Ballard, LarryBallard.com. So we're looking forward to having you back on, Larry, with many, many more episodes. And I just want to make sure I want you to, you know, to uh, to agree to our audience and our viewers, you will do that bonus episode on uh, AI and chat GPT. I don't consider it a bonus episode because what I've done is I'm very analytical and I'm led by God. I have a big, long sheet of paper, and what it says is what are all, all, all of the topics that the people need to know the truth about. Now, I didn't know what that one segment was called, but it's on my list already. So, well, <laughs> yes, I, we'll I, I just it. had, while you're talking, I had a bonus episode 2.0. Can I throw it out there? Sure, You've only got 40 As an entrepreneur and a creative, I always think, my mind never slows down. My wife gives me a hard time because I carry a digital recorder with me or a, or an extra cell phone just so I can use the voice recorder because I can't use the voice recorder if I'm on the phone talking. So, um, Did you see that shiny thing? Uh, 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 squirrel. But anyway, I would like for you to do a bonus episode 2.0, Larry, on the majority of the three and four letter agency acronyms. Because there's so many out there. You had a slide here today that had so many acronyms, but so many people don't know what they are. When I when I talk to people about WEO or you know you know the World Economic Forum or uh, I guess that is a World Economic Forum W no, World WEF. Health Organization. I mean you know Chat GTP <laughs> AI. So many people don't know what the acronyms mean, and I think they're so relevant and so pertinent to today's uh, society. I think people need to be aware of what they are what they stand for well the problem is even if you told them what wef stood for they've yeah. never heard of world economic forum but i think if larry were to come on and do you know maybe uh you know maybe 10 and then another 10 or however many they are and just maybe like a three minute summary on each one we could have a 30 minute show on uh, on on 10 acronyms of what they what they mean but uh, i think people need to become aware of what mm. all this is larry you're probably not gonna believe this He's got one. He already, already, got, he already got it. He's already I got already it. got it. <laughs> I have, okay, here's here's where it comes from. That chart that you saw, that's broken down in a chapter of the book. Okay. Which means all I got to do is throw some slides together, and there's all the key acronyms that you're talking about. And then I did something else. I went in and I said, well, let's just see what communism is all about. So I've got all the tenets of communism. And then I come up and I tell you, what's the three-letter agency that exists today that fulfills that tenement, tenet of communism? And guess what? There's one for every one of them. And the bottom line is, America is no longer the home of the free and the land of the brave. America is the land of the scared shitless and of the imprisoned people who are going to be set free. So basically i've already got it it won't take me any time to whip it up it's it's all in my my research database is exhaustive i just oh gotta gosh. whip it into slides we like got more shows than we, we can... like exhaustive research yeah he's got more shows than we'll ever be able to get to in our lifetime larry thanks so much for coming on again today we appreciate everything you're doing to uh to keep america on track and again go to larryballer.com and buy his book liberty crusade fight to save the free world we can't wait to have you back on the next episode and multiple episodes. So thank you for and coming tune in on. to these guys on a regular basis because I'm not the only one they have on and they're getting better every single solitary time. They're going to be superstars. Wait and see. Oh boy. Hey, we're just here to help people hear truth, be bold and live free. We're That's not worried all. about being superstars or, uh, or making a lot of money. We're just here to wake up. Well, well, we need a megaphone. What I mean by a superstar is a giant megaphone. We've got that. I got a bullhorn. It's even better than a megaphone. You mean to bring the bullhorn to the next episode? I'll I don't the, have one. I will bring the bullhorn. You to bring the next it episode. for me. How's that? I will actually make a note in my phone and set an alarm, and I'm going to bring the bullhorn to the next one. Okay. All right, Larry. All right. We're Appreciate done. it. We'll All take right. care. We'll see you on the Thank next you. episode. See we'll you. See you. Bye bye.
Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank each and every one of you for your support by bringing you the MyPillow that started it all. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs regardless of your sleep position. Because it works, we've sold over 70 million MyPillows, and now I'm bringing it to you for the lowest price ever. For example, you get my standard MyPillow, now only $19.88 with your promo code. Now's the time to get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. MyPillows make the best gifts ever. In the times we're in, one thing we all need is getting a great night's sleep. So go to MyPillow.com or call that number on your screen now. Use your promo code and you'll get my standard MyPillow for only $19.88. For a more custom fit, my premium queen, only $24.98. Or my premium king, only $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so order now. Thanks for watching another exciting episode of Patriots with Grit. We want to keep you informed, so if you would, just go over to PatriotsWithGrit.com and give us your first name and your email so we can keep you up to date. Also, be sure to subscribe, like, and share so we can keep bringing you truth. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. See ya.